Hello, I'm Marcus Louth and welcome to the latest edition of the UFO Insight Podcast, where we examine all things UFOs and aliens, conspiracies and mysteries, and all aspects of the paranormal. Okay, today we will examine the theories of a connection between UFO and alien encounters and time travel. The idea that there is a connection between time travel and what we currently consider alien visitation does itself branch off in several directions. And what's more, it is one that appears more reasonable the more we explore the reasons for such claims. It is, however, one that even some in the UFO community do not lend much credence to. And while it is admittedly an outlandish notion, it is perhaps only so because the knowledge, technology and scientific understanding are currently beyond the scope of our collective understanding. Essentially, the time travel theory in relation to UFO sightings revolves around the notion that UFOs, and more to the point, their occupants, are human beings visiting us from the future. The reasons our potential future selves might be visiting us are as varied as they are interesting, some of which we will explore in a little more detail a little later. And of course, maybe we should consider the possibility that the occupants of these strange craft are indeed extraterrestrials, but they are themselves traversing time as well as space perhaps even travelling through time as they negotiate different dimensions. Such a concept, if we accept that extraterrestrials are travelling to us from another planet, is not that much of a stretch of the imagination. After all, being able to travel through time would essentially negate the problems of travelling the vast distances through space. At least one person though, Dr Michael Masters, believes that this theory is likely to be completely the opposite to that, and that the aliens are in fact human beings from the future, and the argument he makes is very compelling. Masters, who is a professor of biology and anthropology at Montana Technical University, would make the claims in the book Identified Flying Objects, a multidisciplinary scientific approach to the UFO phenomenon. He would argue, essentially, that the most likely explanation for UFO visitation was that our future selves had mastered an engineered technology to the point where such travel was possible, and he looks at the typical descriptions of those who have claimed close contact with apparent aliens. They are, for example, almost always bipedal, hairless, human-like beings. What's more, although their eyes are larger, as are their heads, it is essentially the same as a human head with two eyes, space for a nose and a small mouth. Some accounts even note very small ears. The assertion being, then, that these so-called aliens are actually humans from the future, complete with the evolutionary and physical changes that are to take place, at least in theory. We know, for example, our own heads have grown in size to accommodate a larger brain than our distant ancestors. Might this be the case with the apparent grey aliens? Might they indeed be humans from the future, whose larger brain requires a larger head? And might the fact that we would, most assume, be carrying out less and less manual work as technology moves forward, resulting in the frames of our bodies becoming increasingly less robust and much more fragile or slender? Might we even consider potential changes to our environment in the future? Maybe we spend more time indoors and consequently our eyes have evolved to accommodate these new surroundings. What's more, during many of these apparent contact encounters, those apparent aliens managed to communicate with the abductee in their own language. If these aliens were humans from the future, they would, those who had studied them, have a plethora of examples of all known human languages at their disposal, certainly of our contemporary era. 
it is not that much of a stretch of the imagination to think such time travellers would have learnt the language of their chosen location, maybe even several of them. Perhaps even more intriguing are the accounts speak of a technical device that appears to translate one language to another. These boxes exist right now for travellers to make use of, and this is a point that Masters highlights, that many of the apparently advanced technologies are very similar, if only in their basic forms, to many of the things we have now. Masters goes further, claiming that even the fact we are aware of the potential for time travel, as well as the theories that tell us it is indeed possible to traverse time, is testament to the high likeliness of humans achieving such things in the future. Once more, we should consider, relatively speaking, how rapidly these advances have come to the human race. Even if we take the advancements of medicine and science back to the age of the Enlightenment, in terms of the history of the human civilization, those advancements have happened over a relatively extraordinarily short period of time. Once more, if Masters is correct, then the advancements in a thousand years could be, to us, mind-blowing. Whether we subscribe to Master's viewpoint or not, it is perhaps refreshing to see someone in the mainstream of science on such a high plateau making such statements. Indeed, Master's would state that it was very much his belief that it was our job as scientists to be asking questions. As we know, many such questions go unaddressed by many in the mainstream for a variety of reasons, not least a sudden lack of funding or ostracisation. Perhaps even more remarkable, in terms of UFO sightings and apparent cases of alien contact, he would state, there's something going on here, and we should be having a conversation about it. We should be at the forefront of trying to find out what it is. For anyone in the UFO community, this is music to one's ears, and essentially, when all is said and done and the wildly speculative theories have been debated and explored, all any one of us wants is to discover what lies at the heart of such bizarre incidents. At the core of Master's theories is the evolution of humans that we already know, and in particular the rapid onset of the technology we have developed. Given this rapid pace, especially since the end of the Second World War, we can only imagine the developments in 50 years or 100. Imagine then what those developments might lead to in several thousand years. And furthermore, what the appearance and genetics of the typical human being might be like at that time, given that our appearance has changed to suit our modern environment compared to those in antiquity. There are several intriguing things to consider about what we know of UFO and alien close contact incidents and the claims of Michael Masters. Might this be why, for example, there appears to be a distinct lack of direct contact between the occupants of these UFOs and humanity? After all, if we ourselves were to master the technology and knowledge to travel across space, surely we would, at some point, introduce ourselves to any perspective intelligent life we might discover, with all the appropriate caveats of ensuring such intelligent life was not hostile. Might it be, given that most of us understand that time travel, if it was possible, would have consequences on such things as timelines and continuity, most of us will have seen such Hollywood classics as Back to the Future, where small changes in the past affect the future, or what is to the protagonist, the present. So, with this in mind then, might it suggest that the occupants of these mysterious crafts really are our future selves? That such contact, other than when there is a mistake, and even then only basic forms of communication, is a purposeful decision? If such a theory was correct, then that might also explain why those who claim to have been visited and in some cases abducted by these allegedly extraterrestrial creatures often receive warnings of future events. What might the reasons be for this? Might these be genuine warnings from those of the future? 
And if so, what should we do in light of such an apparent premonition? Indeed, we have examined several of these cases before, as well as a sudden ability in some cases for contactees to suddenly develop psychic abilities themselves. We have asked before if this is some kind of purposeful upgrade of the human mind, albeit on an individual level. Might this sudden ability in some share a connection to time travel? Might such feats be achieved through the mind and out-of-body experiences, as opposed to physically travelling to a destination in the future or past? Perhaps as intriguing part of all this, however, is the notion that if we accept Master's theories as accurate for a moment, many of the UFO sightings are nothing more than time travel tourism, featuring a combination of academic and wealthy people from the future who wish to see certain events in history close up. After all, while we are still far from conquering space, the notion of space tourism is but a small step from becoming a reality. And, like today, maybe such advancements in the future will have to be paid for by opening up such technologies to the commercial sector. As much as such potential tourism, however, if the alien visitors to our planet are in fact us from the future, then at the heart of such trips through time will be scientific and historic research. For example, Master states that it is probably future anthropologists, historians and linguists coming back to get information. We might imagine, if time travel was available to us today, would we not, as a collective, wish to view certain events close up, if only for historical accuracy? There are many examples of time travel if we view them from a certain perspective in ancient writings and legends of the ancient world. Indeed, those time travellers from antiquity might be the very same time travellers we witness in their disc-like time machines moving across our skies in the modern world. If we look at the legend of the Arishima Tower from Japan, we see the tale of a dragon god who travelled to an underwater palace where he remained for three days. However, upon his return, he would discover that 300 years had passed. What is perhaps interesting here is the underwater palace and the dragon god references. It is thought by many who subscribe to the ancient astronaut theory that references to dragons and dragon gods are actually describing a flying object. The fact that the tale takes place underwater is also intriguing when we consider that many UFO sightings have connections to large bodies of water and underwater bases. Even more interesting are the theories that these underwater domains are actually portals or gateways. Most suspect, if there was any truth to such notions, that these portals take these craft to another part of the universe. Might it be the case, however, that these portals take these craft to another point in time? Perhaps we should consider the legend from Hindu mythology of Uvatakakudmi and his journey to meet the creator god Brahma. Upon his return, he too finds that much more time has passed on earth as it has in Brahma's realm. The creator god explains that this is because, depending on what realm of existence one is in, time runs at different paces. We should also turn to the Buddhist text Pali Canon, in which it is said that time passes differently in the land of the gods, even going as far as to say a day in the gods' realm of existence is a year on earth for humans. Might these be examples of what we would essentially understand as time travel? We should perhaps note our own findings of prolonged space travel, which suggests that time does indeed act differently in the reaches of space. Furthermore, the whole premise of what would, in theory, make time travel possible, travelling faster than the speed of light, suggests that these realms of existence may be more complex than we could even begin to imagine, and more importantly, fall very much in line with time passing at different rates depending on the realm of existence. 
we perhaps should also look at such historical figures as Nostradamus, whose apparent predictions have fascinated people for centuries. If we assume that Nostradamus was correct in his predictions, at least in part, then just how did he come by such information? We might also recall how Nostradamus, at least according to some researchers, would obtain his skills from his connections to the occult. There is, of course, especially in the years before the modern UFO era, more direct connections between what we would call UFO sightings today and the occult. We have also looked at Leonardo da Vinci previously, and just how far advanced he appeared to be, not just for his time, but in relation to the rest of humanity of all eras. Furthermore, and particularly interesting to our subject here, are some of da Vinci's inventions and blueprints, many of which look remarkably similar to airplanes, helicopters and even flying saucers. Perhaps the most intriguing aspect of da Vinci's life, at least in terms of the subject matter we are discussing here, are the two years of which there are no record of his existence. It is almost as if he simply disappeared from the face of the earth. And what is interesting, as we have examined before, is that da Vinci speaks of a mysterious cave system in which he felt he needed to enter. Might he have come across a gateway to the future within this cave, or might, as we have speculated previously, these systems be home to what we would describe as extraterrestrial presence, only in light of what we are discussing here, humans from the future, who might have educated da Vinci an already brilliant mind in order that his art, inventions and writings could influence and progress humanity. We might also look at the mountain of science fiction films based in the future. How many devices that we might have seen in such things as Star Trek in the 1960s or 1970s are a part of our everyday reality now. We just need to look at the internet and our ability to speak to someone face to face through our phones or even on small devices on our wrists. Indeed, while nothing as dramatic as time travel or even flying saucers, there are a plethora of aspects of our modern world that generations before would have watched on their television screens as purely science fiction. We might also look at holographic technology that for all intents and purposes brings someone back to life in order for public speaking, or in our contemporary era for entertainment such as musical events and concerts. Might it not be too long in our own futures that we see long-gone political leaders brought back to life in order to address the masses? We should also consider that such technology could be used to bring back leaders that most of us would find abhorrent, but might appeal to certain movements. For example, might we expect to see Adolf Hitler address far-right rallies in holographic form? So with this in mind then, might we look to some of the more recent science fiction offerings and imagine if just some of the many predictions of life in the future become a reality for our future selves. And of course, just one of those notions is time travel. If there is some kind of connection between UFO encounters and time travel, then we also have to ask, should we expect any type of intervention from our future selves? Perhaps we should consider, as well as the scientific and tourist aspects of time travel, events in our contemporary era would very much have an effect on those in the future, perhaps not least environmentally. If such an intervention was to occur, would we even be aware of it? Would someone in our contemporary era be approached and made privy to these outlandish events in order that changes could be put in place to avoid potential disasters? Perhaps this might be the reason for the high level of secrecy around the UFO and alien question. After all, we would not expect time travellers to announce to all and sundry of their presence or their mission, and for obvious reasons. However, if such changes were required in our modern era in order to change potentially disastrous events in the future, then it might be necessary to bring some people of an influential nature into the fold.
Indeed, although we are straying further and further into speculation territory, we might even question just how far reaching such potential time travel missions might go. For example, might agents from the future enter our time and essentially live their life here in order to ensure such influence in their natural era? Perhaps as much as we should consider changes that might be made in our contemporary era, what if such changes were to happen in the past? Such changes would undoubtedly have an effect on us here, but how would we even know? What we think is our reality now might not have been so originally. For example, let's say the Third Reich did win the Second World War and did develop such time travel technology. If that technology was either replicated or even given to the other side, then it would be possible at some stage in the future to go back and change events and subsequently change the future events from that point. We might of course consider that this also works the other way. If time travel was to be invented, and assuming that physical travel to the past was possible, what is to stop those who might have wished to see the Third Reich succeed from travelling back and altering history in such a way? Time, as we have also examined on a number of occasions, is something that is little understood, and, at least how we understand it, is a manufactured concept for the ease of our daily lives. Indeed, most will likely view time as linear, moving from antiquity to our modern era and then into the far reaches of the future. However, there is a growing body of thought that suggests that time is not as simple as moving from point A to point B, but is instead a circular concept, with all eras of time, the past, the present and the future, happening all the time, at the same time, but on different levels of existence. It may be, for example, that the different dimensions that even mainstream science is beginning to acknowledge are actually different points in time. This might explain such strange instances as deja vu and things of that nature. And if in this strange world of which we collectively understand so little despite our abundance of advances there is a connecting fact to these mysteries, we should not be surprised to find the answer to the mystery of UFO appearances and perceived alien contact residing within these potential connections. Perhaps this is why there might be such a tight-lipped approach to questions revolving around such notions. Indeed, the ability to traverse time, if placed in the wrong hands, could be disastrous for all of us. If UFOs and the occupants inside them are indeed our future selves, we might ask, why is this era in history so important to them? For example, we might, if we accept the UFO time travel theory for the sake of argument for a moment, explain the increase in UFO sightings around the Chernobyl disaster as being a combination of scientific interest and morose tourism. The same might be said for the increase in UFO sightings during wartime. But if these strange visitors are time travellers from the future, what is of interest to them in the years of the 2000s? Why, for example, are sightings seemingly increasing around the world? Might we look at some of our political leaders and contemplate where they might be taking us as a collective? What might their endgame be, and might it be a disaster on a similar scale to the two world wars of the 20th century? Conflicts that cost millions and millions of largely young and innocent lives. We would, perhaps, like to think we would, as a collective, have learned the lessons from such sadistic massacres, but current events, however uncomfortable it might be for us to admit, tells us otherwise. Might we look at the environmental issues that affect all of us? While there might be debate as to the reasons for such changes, the fact is, changes are occurring. Might the attention from these potential time travellers tell us how serious these changes might actually be? Although it is all theory and speculation, there are some intriguing arguments to be made in support of the UFO time travel theory. 
Unfortunately, it is a theory that is almost impossible to be proven true, barring the declaration and demonstration of such technologies to the general public. However, the idea of travelling through time, whether into the future or to witness past events, has fascinated human beings for centuries, and if we re-examine and reinterpret some of the ancient writings, perhaps even longer than that. Why is this? Is it merely the result of the rich tapestry of the collective human imagination? Or is the collective human mind tapping into a great truth, that we are aware of, but don't understand? For now though, I will simply thank you for joining me once again, and be sure to leave any thoughts in the comments, and also check out the links for further reading on some of the theories we have been discussing here. Remember to subscribe to our channel, and follow us on social media to keep up to date on future podcasts, articles and videos, and if there is anything you want us to feature on future podcast episodes, then get in touch at marcus at ufoinsight.com. Until next time, goodbye, and take care. Thank <music> you.